listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for tuning in to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast this week. I'm your host, Alex, and today we're going to be talking about data. Now, specifically in this episode, I really want to talk about the TPT dashboard, an incredibly powerful tool that gives us an amazing amount of information. And I think as sellers, we sometimes don't really use our data that well. Truthfully, we might find it boring, it's all numbers and maths and blah, but also we just are pretty time poor. Genuinely, we have products to make, marketing to do. So things like looking at our dashboard and pondering over our statistics, those things don't always become top priority for us. And that is understandable. But I want to change that a little bit today by talking about data and the dashboard in particular. I will break down really briefly what that is for anyone who's fairly new to the TPT world. But essentially on TPT in the drop down menu, you can navigate to your dashboard. And it's essentially fancy looking graph that shows usually it defaults to the current month and it shows the earnings for your entire store. That's kind of like the main thing it defaults to. And because it defaults to that, I think that's what we tend to look at the most. So I'm going to kind of challenge you today to play around with some of these filters so that you can actually see some more valuable information. So one thing I want to talk about today is how I feel like we tend to just look at the same things when we do get around to looking at our data we go, how much money did I earn this month? And then we can sometimes maybe make the effort, we might compare that to last year. We might also go, how much money did I make this year? And then we might compare that to the year before. Like Those are some things that we tend to know and care about and fixate on, and which is understandable. Of course, we want to know how much money we're making. But that's really just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to data. And there's so much more fascinating information you can get. So when you're looking at the dashboard, it has these little sections at the top and one of them says, show me. At the moment, it's, you know, defaulted to earnings. But on that little drop down menu, you can change it to something else. Not only can you look at earnings, you can look at conversions, which is showing the ratio of purchases to views. You can look at views in general, how many people viewed the product pages in your store. You can look at units sold, video plays, there's some easel stuff as well. I don't really spend a lot of time looking at that, but you can see like how many people are opening easel assignments and things. So there's lots of different options there. And the one I want to encourage you to look at is not earnings, obviously, is to look at the units sold, the views and the conversions. I think those are three things we don't look at very often. So I definitely suggest playing around with those. Now that would show you those things for this month. But again, I want you to filter even more and try to look beyond just this month and what you earn or this year. Now, the next section that you can filter on the dashboard is called during and that's like allows the time period. You can look at today, this week, this month, this quarter, this year all time and you can even do a custom range. And so this is where I suggest really playing around with different time periods to look at what your views are and what your conversions are and what your units sold are over different time periods. Not always just how much I earn, but hey, what were my conversions like last month? What were my views like this time last year? So those are really good things to look at. And the final filter that I don't think we look at enough either is it just says four and it defaults to my entire store. 
it just kind of shows you big picture, you know, what your earnings are, what your views are, blah, 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 for your entire store, all of your products, which for me is over 482 resources that are selected. Now that's giving me very big picture data, but nothing really very specific. So you can check on the box to select all, and then you can uncheck that box and it gets rid of everything. And you can just look at individual products. And I don't think many sellers do this. So I definitely recommend if you haven't done so before, taking the time to do so. But you can click on specific resources or you can search for specific resources and then start looking at the data for a specific resource over a different time period or with lots of different factors. So an example would be picking any resource, whether it's your best seller, your worst seller, whatever, and looking at what it has earned like all time. Like looking at the graph, you can see, whoa, you know, it wasn't selling much five years ago, but it's selling crazy well now or vice versa. So you can see, oh, oh dear, it used to do really well a couple of years ago and now it's kind of floundering. I didn't really realize like it can be really, really insightful to look at an individual product's overall data of like all time. You can also just look at it, you know, months and quarters and all that kind of stuff. And like I mentioned earlier, not just looking at earnings, you could look at that individual product's conversions over time, its views over time, and like how it's performing. And I find it really, really insightful to see, wow, it's really starting to take off. It's getting a lot more views now. That's probably why it's selling more. Well, that marketing I did must have really worked. Or that preview I changed has really improved the conversion. Or you might see things you don't want to see, like, oh dear, the conversions have dropped a little bit, or the views have dropped a little bit. So data is very much a double-edged sword. There's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad. So if you do spend the time really exploring your dashboard, which I'm encouraging you to do, you will get great news. You will get these really amazing affirmations of like, oh my goodness, I didn't realize how much money I was making from this one product, like how much this was carrying my whole store. Or wow, look at the improvement I can see on this product. It was you know, not selling at all two years ago. It's selling so much now. You can get these really great ego boosts. And so just purely for the ego boost, I recommend doing this because it gives you the positive that we all desperately need as a business owner. There's so much to feel bad about and to feel like a failure about. It's nice to have that little pick me up of, wow, I can actually see my growth and I can see improvement. But there is a downside. And yes, the data will sometimes show you things you don't want to see, but that in itself is really powerful too for your business. And it is really, really important to have that cold, hard truth that maybe a product isn't doing so well anymore like it used to. I will just add that bestsellers change, what teachers want and need changes. It's okay. You don't need to kind of panic just because the resource isn't doing quite as well as it used to. But it's something to be aware of. And you don't really want to be in the dark about these things. You want to have that awareness when things aren't doing so well, because that's going to help you rectify it. You won't know what covers and previews and SEO and things to work on if you don't know what's really going on in your business. Now, when it comes to data, I actually personally love and use my product statistics a lot more than my dashboard. That's just because I love to be able to see visually like the names of all the products and I can see at a glance you know the conversions and the views and I can organize it from bestseller to worst seller. I do quite like my product statistics I think I tend to go to that more than the dashboard but I'm starting to realize now that my product statistics has a lot of limitations and one of them is the way that you sort it. When you're on my product statistics there's a lot of kind of useless filters that I don't think I use I don't know about anyone else listening 
but you can like filter your resources by the title and like the date it was posted. And I don't really ever use those. I tend to just organize it based on sold or earnings. And I can just see straight away my resources listed from most sold to least sold, like most earnings to least. And that's really helpful to me. Uh, the other things you can sort it by are like wish listed, but I mean, I don't know if anyone does that, but I do really resent that on my product statistics, you can't sort by page views and you can't sort by conversion. So you can't get a big picture idea of what are your best converting products from best to worst or which products have the most views all the way down to the least. And I've always kind of hated that about my product statistics. And this is where the dashboard really comes in because you can organize. And so this is what you would do. You would make sure that all of your resources are selected. So like the way it does default on the dashboard, it says for my entire store, make sure everything is selected. So that way you've got all of your products selected. And then instead of just showing earnings, you could use the drop down menu and click on conversions, for example. Now, whether you have it set to this month, this quarter, this year, all time, that's up to you. But it kind of does show you when you click on the drop down menu for four, where it says my entire store, it orders your products from highest converting to lowest converting this month or this year or all time, whatever. And that is something that's really insightful for me. I'm often like, why is this resource the best converting one this month? Why is this converting so well out of my entire store all time? Like, why is it doing so well? And it's something that I wasn't really seeing on my product statistics because it was all a bit jumbled. You know, you can scroll through and see a high conversion and you see a low conversion. It's all over the place. This really sets out as like, this is my absolute highest converting product in my store. And that is really valuable information because if you know something's converting well, you can go to that listing and, you know, decide why is it converting well? What do I need to do on my other listings to get it to do so well? The other thing you might do is look at views. This will pull up a lot of your freebies because freebies tend to get a lot of views. But I think that in itself is definitely insightful. You can see what freebies are getting a lot of traction. I think that's always useful. But you can sort of scroll down once you've gotten through all the freebies out of your paid products, which ones have the most views. Again, that's something that you can't really sort that well on my product statistics. But here you can see highest to lowest, where my views are coming from. And that's definitely something helpful when it comes to SEO, knowing which products are getting a lot of views and which ones aren't. It might make you more aware about which ones need SEO tweaks and which ones don't. So definitely really powerful. Now I'm going to wrap up this episode. I don't want it to go too, too long, but the big takeaway I want you to have is that the dashboard is a really powerful tool that I don't think many sellers are using. And I think when we do hop on there, we tend to look at big picture stuff and generic stuff and the defaulted stuff. You know, what am I earning this month? What I earn this year? And what am I earning all time? And that tends to be kind of what we fixate on. And I'm encouraging you, the takeaway for this episode, I really want you to play around with your dashboard this week and, you know, switch up those filters on the show me, look at things other than earnings for a change, have a little look at those conversions and those views and those units sold, get some ideas about what else is happening other than how much money you're making, but what is causing that money to be made? Because we might dwell on the fact that we have had a really horrible month on TBT and we didn't make much money. We might be celebrating the fact that we had a really great month, but that doesn't mean anything if we don't know the why. So if you can switch away from the earnings for a second and look at the other stuff, you can start to see why you had a good or a bad month. Oh, 
my views were down this month compared to last year. That might explain why I'm not earning as much. My conversions are higher. So clearly my new previews are working. I need to do more of that. There's a lot of valuable information there. So definitely do that. And in the during section, I would be looking at a few different things, not just what you're earning this month, but, you know, set it to all time and to look at what products have made you the most money of all time, which ones have converted the best since you started. That kind of thing can be really good too. And finally, which many people don't know about, definitely play around on that four filter and unselect everything and just look at individual resources. It's really cool. You can click on one and it will show you the graph for the last few years of which months it sells well in, which months it does badly. And it's really, really good to see, oh, okay, so August, September is the time when I make the most money from this specific product. That should be when I market it more. There's like, honestly, there's so much information you could get out of the dashboard. I feel like I could talk about it for hours, but I won't because I think it's a far better use of your time to listen to this quick 10 minute episode and then to go and actually explore it yourself and learn something about your own business. But I definitely recommend it. If you aren't already, I recommend also following along on Instagram at Terrific Selling Tactics is the account that I have on there. And the reason I'm suggesting that in this episode is because there is some good information on that account that actually inspires a lot of these podcast episodes. Like the whole reason I'm even talking about this today is because I made a post about the dashboard and then people were commenting and messaging me saying, oh my goodness, I didn't know you could do that. You need to do a podcast episode talking about this. And so if you're not following on Instagram, you might miss out on some of these things on the off chance I don't make a podcast episode. But that particular post did really well. I basically shared like a screenshot of my dashboard. I showed one resource I'd selected and its growth over all time. And I was talking about how, you know, in its first month or whatever, it only made $7. And then this month it made how many hundreds or whatever. I was like, you know, growth can be slow on a product, but it can eventually take off. You've got to be patient. And so, yeah, there's some really interesting discussions definitely happen on Instagram. So be sure to check that out. An action item for this week, close down your podcast listening app right now and go and look at your dashboard. See what awesome information you can learn. I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.